Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode was previously recorded on October 24th, 2014. Jim and Aaron are still having lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join Club Bald Move to watch these lunches live. You can also connect with us on the forums.baldmove.com or on Twitter with the hashtag BaldLunch. In a world where it's 1259... And the video cast has not started. Aaron sweats 15 seconds. Um, I never can tell when we're actually live. We're live. You we're see live? that live thing up in the corner? Yeah, but it's live. like, it seems like there's always a delay. And sometimes YouTube throws up an ad and it's just a shit show. Who knows? Mm, okay. Hey, uh, let me try something fancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lunch with Jim and Aaron. We have our studio. You should close out. Can you close that? Window or minimize it or something. Why? Cause like you're you're restreaming what you're streaming here. Eh. Like we've all had... right, fine. I minimize it. I'm just worried that if it goes away, I won't know it. Yeah. yeah. So uh and there's no way these people or can, mis- can well, scream and yell and tell me about it. Yeah. Um you know, how do you do I forget how to do the QA part. I'm gonna go ahead and fire that thing up. Boom. Uh so welcome to the next installment or the current installment of the lunch with Jim and Aaron. We've got some cool things that we've added to the studio. Uh, we've got now three cameras running. Uh, we can go to uh, my man, Jim, hey. find the camera. Hey, everybody. <laughs> well, I was going to point you at your camera so you could talk to the audience. Like I'm talking to you right now. We can go to the wide angle and uh, we can do the stereo vision as well as, uh, you know, we can put pumpkins on our heads. Um, can't do disappointingly, that. The pumpkins did not last. No, it less tur- than a week. It turns out when you have a jack lantern inside a climate controlled studio, they just go to shit. It was yeah. some. It was some Walking Dead, dead I, business. I do like to keep it swampy in here, though. I like. I you like are. to keep it at about eighty two degrees. You, you like to keep my uh, ass swampy. I spray water into the air frequently. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of house plants that so I got to keep keep going here. No, no the, it's more like a greenhouse than really an apartment. Your Jack Lennon in particular <laughs> looked like something from the last of us. Like you had a clicker yeah. Jack o' lantern completely overcome by fungus. We had, we had yeah. to Ichabod crane them mm-hmm. into the dumpster yesterday. It, uh, unfortunately, neither of them smashed. No, you were really sad about that. I was. Uh, so first up, this is Gemini's uh, personal favorite beer. It is. Yeah, can we get can we get a camera in close on that? Um, well, let me try this business. <laughs> it is yeah. uh, Schlafly out of St. Louis uh-huh. Imperial Stout, and it is almost like drinking a dessert. It's incredibly high in alcohol by beer standards. Let's see if I can find it. It's it's ten point five percent alcohol. Um, it's aged. It's claim to fame is it's aged in bourbon barrels. It only comes in 750 milliliter bottles, and this is really special. 
because last year they they the brewery ruined the batch. Uh, and it's a very limited batch, so we didn't actually get to have it last year. And I was up in Indianapolis last weekend uh, going camping with some friends of mine, and I was able to get us a couple bottles. So this yeah, is the first very, time. Very, very small batch even when they don't ruin it. Right. So you get maybe two, three bottles a year right? Ooh. if you're lucky. Last year we got zero bottles. I'm hoping that this isn't. Oh, yeah, that smells good. <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? I don't know. When I when... Oh, look at that pour. Look at that. When it uh, first came out of the bottle, I was like, oh, it, might, it kind of smelled skunky. Oh. So I'm not going to take the whole pint because I'm afraid maybe there's not. It's, I think there's two full pints in there. There should be. I can't convert pints to milliliters. Um, but yeah, so this will be fun. Mmm. 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 The consistency... The mouthfeel is is roughly like like drinking some kind of syrup. It's incredibly thick. Yeah, I love it. It's got chocolate in there. It's got coffee. Yeah, take the rest of that. It's got uh, and it's surprisingly for the high amount of alcohol in it, it does not have the alcoholic kind of hot taste. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because I fell in love with this beer when I first started drinking non shitty beer, and. Uh, so good. And I, it's uh, so good. And I've, my, my palate has since gone to very hoppy. Yeah, IPAs. And... But this still tastes so good. Yeah, it's not very hoppy, and that's one of the reasons I like it mm. so much. Jim's never gotten on board with the hop thing. Yeah, probably never will. I, don't, I also don't really like beer much just because it makes you it's carbonated. Yeah. yeah, and it, it just makes – I can't drink enough of it to get drunk, except when it's 10.5%. <laughs> And it tastes like uh, chocolate candy. Yeah, so this 2013 vintage will continue to age well in a cool, dark place for several years, but it's ready to enjoy now. I feel like I want to hold on to one of these bottles. Yeah, so you picked up two bottles, right? Yeah, I picked up every bottle the store had. It. it uh, wow. Our favorite liquor store in Indianapolis is Cons on 56 Huge and selection. Well, you know, I... I thought that, and, and then I came the party here. Party source or whatever, and the party source in Kentucky and the Jungle Gems selection, frankly, blows it away. But they don't have this. Hmm. They've never had this. It's brewed with a big malt flavor, plenty of hot bitterness for balance, and roasted barley that imparts notes of dark chocolate. As a finishing touch, the beer is transferred to a freshly emptied Kentucky bourbon barrel and aged before being carbonated and bottled. Transferred directly to my mouth. It gives the beer a spicy vanilla character. That's the other note I was missing, vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Spicy vanilla character and a pleasant warming finish. So, I don't know. Yeah. Then they say, a bunch of, they say a bunch of nonsense about this first being brewed for Catherine the Great of Russia in the 18th century, but I don't <laughs> think they can trace their bloodline that far. I love you, Schlafly, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, what did you guys... Uh, There's a question. We got a question. We have a question? Yeah. Have another question, too. That's just a general what's up. Weird. I can't tell who... I can't... Oh, Freddie. Freddie C said, just living the good life, I suppose. Still playing... Wait. Let me do this proper. Yeah. Just living the good life, I suppose. Still playing the lottery since I figure I can win it once. Being born middle class in America, then I can win it twice. <laughs> um. You know, I've been playing the McDonald's Monopoly. 
pretty hard. Yeah. And all I've, and all I've won is five pounds of extra fat. <laughs> How many park place tickets do you have? A bunch. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. It's like every single, cause I've tried this. I don't believe in it, mm-hmm. but I tried to like pre-visualization kind of like the, uh, what's that Oprah nonsense. You, you put on your top the hat gift. You get your cane and your monocle. <laughs> no, I don't. But I do. I do. As I'm peeling, I'm, I try to visualize dark blue with a B. Yeah. And it's always St. James, son of a bitch. St. Charles, son of a bitch. But that would uh, that would fix the pat the podcast fund, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely do it. How much is it? A million? A million, but it's it's $50,000 over 20 years. You yeah, can't take every year lump, for 20 years. You can't take the lump sum. But that takes the sting out of trying to worry about, you know, Putting food on the table. Yeah, the two hundred dollars we just spent on equipment. Yeah, <laughs> not a big problem. Yeah, we we had it's been it's been a kind of frustrating week at Bald Move because uh, our USB hub and we've got a lot of USB equipment, all the cameras, all of the microphone equipment, uh, the mixer board, uh, the stuff that allows us to do Skype interviews and uh, what else? I'm I'm leaving one piece of equipment. Oh, also, yeah, the big news was the gaming stuff, which I'll talk to you about here in a minute. Yeah. It died. So we ordered a, a hub on Amazon, a little eight port hub, and we got it. And and what's annoying about Amazon, uh, don't tell Bezos I said this because we love his affiliate program. <laughs> uh, but they lot of they lump stuff that's not like each other. Like when you go to USB hubs, they have one USB hub page and they got like 1,800 reviews and it's a five-star rating. But for four products, you know, you got USB 2. Yeah. So 1,700 of those reviews could be for the product you're not interested in. It turns out we got this thing and we started playing around with it and we couldn't run more than two cameras before it would crash. And we looked at all the one-star reviews and sure enough, they're all for this particular hub. So we had to send that back. Uh, We've got another one ordered. It won't be here till Monday. We're limping along with some kind of cobbled together equipment. But uh, the real disappointing thing is our playthrough this week on... The Walking Dead was a complete fucking failure. Yeah, because that sucks. It was stuttery and it was all shitty and the sound. Like I'm one of my mic. Somehow I left my microphone muted, so just nothing about it worked at all. We're gonna re-record that this afternoon Mm -hmm. and release it so we can get people caught up for next week. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. You especially do not deal with hardware bullshit at all. No, I don't. Like, you very rarely get angry about anything, but you get so mad when shit doesn't work. I expect the money I pay for hardware (laughs) to go into the R&D on that fucking hardware. And if you don't produce hardware (laughs) that does exactly what you say it will do, then I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) This is not an exaggeration. This man gets purple-faced and swearing and, like, and, and... not just like that, but also it's like the the cords start getting yanked. God damn it! Throw it on the table and yep, it's uh, you you, you it's it's a it's t- technological abuse. Yeah, as my dad is to board gaming, <laughs> I am to electronics bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he starts trash talking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking us both out. Yeah, so we actually got official. We we got a Google drawing. We. We sketched up our studio. We diagrammed every piece of equipment. We made sure we had all the cables because we had a couple cable problems. Uh-huh. God, it it gets really complicated. But now I think we've got a solution that where we could run three to five cameras plus our game capture and get our audio captured the way we want it. Uh, it's starting to feel like the video 
the video production is getting almost as good or as, as, as almost as solid as our podcast production. Take it's that there. Take that what you will. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I won't be convinced until I see it in action. We, we ordered a really nice USB hub. Yeah. Spends a lot of money on it and hopefully that will solve our problems. I'm not convinced until it actually works though. Plus we do a lot of janky stuff like switching HDMI cables and throwing across the table to each other. And like, if he's recording, we have to switch cords around. And if we go from recording like a video game to a Skype call, we got to unplug stuff. We got everything we need to where we can drive it all. And I can just switch it on and off on the board here. Yep. But that's one of the things I want to do maybe in November, once we get this thing all set up is kind of take people around on a tour of the studio Mm -hmm. and show the equipment we are using and, and how it's set up. Uh, but yeah, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I don't have a ton of stuff to talk about, but I think one of the things that has been bothering me about our podcasting group and about podcasters in general, going back to the podcasting. Well, yeah, yeah. People, you know, we're podcasters. That's what we think about a lot. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that has been bothering me is this idea of review swapping. Yes. I know we've had some discussions internally, like, but but it always ends up in save it for the cast. Sure. You know? uh, every once save in a while, for lunch in this case. Yeah. Every once in a while, someone will go on the Facebook group and start saying, "Like I got a new podcast. Who wants to trade reviews? Like you give yeah. me a review, I'll give you a review." And they always try to to mask it and say, "Well, listen to the show and then did you give your honest opinion but they really don't care that's not what they want they They want want five star star. reviews they want to get in new and noteworthy they want to bump their show up uh i just feel like that's not helpful to anyone and yet at the same time i understand why those people do it i understand why it comes back to the problem another problem that amazon has you mean itunes no amazon all right well go run with that because i i have no idea what you're what you're getting at okay so on Amazon, I don't know about everybody else, but when I'm shopping on Amazon, I immediately go to the product with the most reviews with the highest star number. And okay. I will basically never, unless unless this is such a niche product that there are no good, well-reviewed options, uh-huh. I will never buy anything that doesn't have a bunch of really good reviews. Sure. So if you're new in that market and you're trying to launch a product into a market where people already have an established product and there are a lot of good reviews on it, I will never even consider your product. Hmm. So how do you overcome that? Well, you can do it by having people leave reviews for your stuff, even if maybe they didn't buy their stuff, right? Right. <laughs> so I understand, it's the same with podcasts, right? Like when you go to search for a podcast on a specific topic, uh, you look at the ones that are the highest rated that come up first in the search results and you probably don't even go to the, you know, the second page of your Google results, you know? So it's like, how do you get seen as a new podcaster in a niche that already has a bunch of TV shows or, or entrepreneur shows in it? I think that that's the same problem with how do you find new movies? How do you find new television shows? Although television, honestly, TV and movies are easier because people are looking for new stuff, not necessarily. What about music? Cause that's the age, my age old questions. Like how do I, how do I know what's good? You can listen to the radio. You can, you know, Spotify is getting good at that. But really, you need the people that are like musical pioneers or expeditionaries. Yeah. They go and they listen to the deep cuts mm-hmm. and they bring it into the social consciousness. 
And I think that's how iTunes model is supposed to work, that you've got a person that is really into business podcasts, for example. Yeah. And they listen to all the new ones and the ones that they really appreciate, they'll give a review to and those things kind of pop to the top. The trouble is there's not enough of those people out there to surface some of the really good products on Amazon. Isn't there? Or is the problem that you've got some people that, and honestly, we're part of the problem, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We start a new podcast. I can guarantee goddamn will be on new and notable because we have a critical mass of fans that will listen to that podcast and will say, Hey, if you like it, rate and review us. And they will go and rate and review us, which helps us out a lot. Mm -hmm. But the genuinely new podcasts that don't have that advantage you know, there's like the signal is so strong on those and the signal is so strong with the review swappers. If if people didn't do that, if, if you took the 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 bald moves and the nerdists and the after buzzes out of the equation and you took the review swappers out of the equation, the iTunes ecosystem will work as intended. Because even though you only have a couple dozen spelunkers and pioneers, mm-hmm. their three or four reviews will and the downloads will wait that stuff and the cream will rise to the top but you need the you need what is it the the experimental group the group that wants to go out and find new stuff i think you do have that and you do have that but well okay so amazon's a lot harder because you're asking me to spend money on a product that is unproven you're right and so that's harder whereas itunes you're just you're you know you're clicking a link you're getting something for free and you're investing maybe an hour of time so uh, or or 10 minutes because you don't have to listen to the whole thing i can't buy a piece of a router and say oh this is a great router i'm gonna buy the rest of it no i feel like where you make hay on amazon or yeah on amazon is you compete on price yeah if you're a new product you're going to have to operate on razor thin margins until you get a and then uh, until you get a reputation and then raise that or you're going to have to have a unique product that's not a commodity that people are searching for. Kind of like that's our podcast theory. You know, I always tell people if you if you want to get ahead in podcasting, find a niche mm-hmm. that is currently has an audience but is being underserved. Maybe there's already a couple of podcasts there, but they're shitty podcasts. There's one guy in our group, yeah, that is has been a, fit, a runaway success. He just started six months ago. He's a trucker. And him and his son do a trucking podcast. And that's brilliant. You've got hundreds of thousands of long haul, long distance truckers. It's a unique community. They are captive. They're sitting in their cabs 12 plus hours a day. Mm -hmm. They're also surprisingly technologically sophisticated. They've all got internet. They've all got laptops. They've all got cell phones. Yeah. And they, did you see his success story? He's doing Mm -hmm. 50,000 downloads a week. Hmm. of original content in the first six months of his and and also his sponsorship opportunities my god oh yeah, yeah. like there's so much trucker guga that can be hawked on that stuff oh sure. I'm just, i think it's brilliant but there's a guy who saw something a niche and he went to, to exploit it i think you got to do the same thing with podcasting or in amazon you have to have you know what is that stupid cooler the coolest the coolest cooler that was on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need a product like that that just doesn't exist. And then people are like, wow, that looks cool. I'm going to take a chance on it. That's the problem, though. I mean, they're, they're a podcast about damn near everything. Like, and, and I there, disagree. So, yes, I agree there are niches left. I'm not saying there are no niches. I'm saying, like, I'm passionate about something. I want to get into podcasting about it. Let's say it's television. Well, now you're fucked. Because there are 
50 other shows for the show for the TV show you want to cover 50 other podcasts. Yeah, but I disagree with that because you're right. The, the, the top 10 television shows all have more than sufficient podcast coverage. Although there, I, I've just seen in the game of Thrones community, there's niches within that niche. Like oh, yeah, I'm going and- to, we're going to be, the podcast that exhaustively researches a particular topic like magic in the, in the, in the seven kingdoms. And we're going to approach the show from this almost scholarly, like we're maester perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that there's the, the history of Westeros podcast came out of nowhere this year is super successful. The tower of the hand guys doing one. Um, there is room. I mean, The Walking Dead. That's one where I think every single angle is covered. But I think there's a lot of shows where you could probably get a little nichier and still be successful. Outside of top ten television, yeah. it's fairly wide open. Uh, maybe, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like I said, there are definitely niches left. It's not like yeah, everything has been explored. Um, and it's, it's a little less of a problem with podcasts, like I said, than it is with products because products, you have to invest an awful lot up front sure. for, for, uh, what potentially is a terrible product. Sure. Um, but that's the thing, like since, since podcasts are low investment right off the bat, there are probably a bigger group of people who are willing to take a risk on listening to the first five minutes of a podcast versus willing to pay Sixty dollars for your, uh, for your USB hub that's twenty dollars less than the competition, but has no reviews. Mm. Um, so maybe it's not as big of a problem there on on iTunes as it is on Amazon, but that just reinforces the point why these review things are bullshit. Do you think that these review swaps? Do you think that Apple gives a shit? Do you think there's people in iTunes right now sweating the fact that there are tons of reddit groups there's tons of facebook groups um there's tons of email news groups i'm sure lots of podcasters out there swapping reviews and fucking up um any hope that the new and notable system uh, has a working because the other the other problem the new and notable if you hijack it that way a lot of entry-level podcasters just aren't very good it they don't have the technology worked out they don't have a stable release schedule they, you know, have they've got a fantastic idea for podcasts, but only really has got legs for two or three episodes. If you're not getting feedback, and they put something out there, they get new and notable. A ton of people check it out, and then they see that it sucks, and they 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 take off, which is damaging to the overall iTunes podcast product. Do you think Apple gives a shit about fixing any of these problems, and could they? The question is whether or not they see it as a problem. Because I, I feel like eventually they say our system works and the cream does rise to the top because we have the, so many aggregate, people. Yeah, it, it, it works. Yeah, so you can't get enough people to give you review swaps in order to raise. Like you would have to get a thousand review swaps to get up to our Walking Dead coverage. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you just you don't even probably know a thousand people. But they right? don't need that to With get podcasts. a new and notable. In the first six to eight weeks, they need sure. But then you're proven on content, right? Then yeah. people listen. Then they say, "Do I or don't I like this?" And that's where kind of the the democratic uh, cream to the top sort of thing comes in. Hmm. So m- maybe it's not a problem. I just don't know why people do it. It's such a it's we never a disingenuous did. thing to do. We never, in my did. opinion. 
And for those reasons, and it has so little value. Yeah, I mean, we look- so little value. If we had gotten 250 five-star reviews on Blue Yonder, it would have been a sham because that show was not good right. for most of its life. Right. Um, by the way, we're we've got a couple, a little bit of material up at the top, but keep on sending the questions. We'll get to those towards the end of the cast. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to stop it. I feel like iTunes could if they wanted to. There should be, because I... How? Here's the you, thing. A these podcaster people, can't review another podcaster show? These people swapping reviews are not listening to each other's casts. So sure. there should be a way, and they can also track people... Or maybe are, they are, but they're certainly not the fans that leave reviews. What I'm saying is, like, they know the statistics of who's leaving reviews versus who's downloading the podcast and who's listening to the podcast. They could just easily... Once you get a signal to noise ratio out of a certain thing, they could just suppress you from new and notable. And the thing to do would be to do it silently, but, but so you don't even know. Yeah, like like you don't know whether you just not, you're not getting enough reviews or whether you've fallen into the filter, kind of like Google. So that kind of hurts. Like, what about people who use like Android phones, listen to all their podcasts there off of iTunes? But then the host of the show is saying, go review me on iTunes, help me out. Wait a second. And so those what? people go to their computers and they load up iTunes and they go leave yeah. a review. I don't know. I mean, because like I, I've quit reading iTunes reviews partially because they get me fucking worked up. Yeah. Mostly because I will not put iTunes on my computer. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like putting iTunes on a Windows machine is an act of violence It's like putting windows on a Mac, which I have <laughs> right. And you would only for gaming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it's, it, it's, it's terrible. So I, I guess your eyes don't know how many people have Android phones. Honestly, I would like to see something besides iTunes catch on like zoom, Microsoft, zoom their, their zoom ecosystem just was really bought. good. Oh, by who? Uh, it was in my mail just a minute ago. They, they like maybe an hour ago, 15, 20 minutes ago. They sent out an email uh, acquired by Deezer. Who the fuck is Deezer? Uh, some worldwide. It sounds like some evil entity from from Ghostbusters. Yeah, Gozer. Stitcher is no longer here. <laughs> it is only Geezer. Uh, <laughs> Geezer. Deezer. Deezer. Geezer. Uh, yeah. So knock the, knock. Who's there? Deez. Deezer. So yeah, they're they're the second biggest platform. Behind huh. iTunes or behind really? the iTunes store, yeah. What the fuck is Amp? Why is what is what is Google waiting for? Why don't they just for start people a to pod- stop listening to podcasts on Android devices? <laughs> like, yeah, it's so pa- silly. Apparently, it's so silly because it's funny because uh, if if you look at Libsyn statistics, the amount of people like five years ago, ninety percent of podcasts were consumed on i i device iOS devices. Because that's all there was. About two years ago, you couldn't consume it on anything else. Sure. But about two years ago, it got like 70, 30. Mm -hmm. And even like in ours, it were even better. I don't know why, but we were like 60, 40 there for a while. Yeah. You see uh, iTunes had an official app, official podcast app, and then made it a default app. That number's starting to run away again. Like iTunes is once again dominating the market. And I don't understand why Google does not does Google just like, well, hey, we got YouTube. Fuck all y'all. We don't give a but, shit about podcasts. But you're never, you can't put YouTube into a car. It's illegal to yeah. have a screen within view of the driver. So yeah. you can't put YouTube in a car. You could put podcasts in a car. And I feel like Google is And they are putting boat. podcasts in a car. And that's going to be the next big, I mean, that's going to kill talk radio probably. But if you don't have, so if I'm a podcast listener, 
chances are I have an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Chances are I'm going to want the car with the CarPlay stuff in it because my iPhone interfaces with it. And like I have all my podcast in the cloud and it just downloads a list. I've got all my car. Sure. Getting those people to switch over without creating a community of podcast listeners on your devices is going to be tough. Like, I don't know what they're waiting for. They need to have done this two years ago. No, it's, it's totally frustrating because, you know, as an Android user having to go out, I mean, I love pocket Cast, and at this point I probably wouldn't change, but pocket Cast mm -hmm. somehow rides on the back of iTunes. There's no way to rate a review or really share. I mean, everything oh, it pulls from their directory. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got stitcher, um, with, which my gripe about stitcher, huh. uh, is solely on the fact that they re-encode our audio mm. and make it sound like ass. Like if they, terrible. Just, if they just, yeah. pull, if they use the same technology and just would pull the content from our servers, it'd be cheaper for them. It'd be cheaper for them. I, I, I don't know whether their ad technology, you know, the way they, they kind of stitch things together and put the yeah, ads in could be that. Um, and honestly, I really like their affiliate program because we're getting close to where we have enough stitcher users where we can get in that global fund. Mm, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I think we'll make during it, the year. I think we'll make it next year for Game of Thrones for sure. Maybe. Not a lot of people listen to our stuff through Stitcher. But, you know, if we, if we that could be another revenue source. So I like them in principle. I just don't like the fact that they re-encode our stuff and, and that yeah. they also ask a lot as far as redistribution rights and things of that, that a lot of podcasters would be like, fuck this, so... Um, but you yeah. know, we're not opposed to a Stitcher. I just think that Google would be a really great competitor with uh, Apple um, yeah. if they just cared to do it. No, they should be. I don't know why they're not. It's silly. Uh, so let's talk about some things coming up. Tonight I'm going to Kings Islands. Are you done with this we, topic? We have some questions. Do you want to go to questions? No, no, no? not yet. Not All yet. Right. I'm just letting them build up and letting them queue up. Uh, I'm going to Kings Islands Fear Fest tonight. All right. And it's the second time. The first time I went, I didn't do many of the haunted attractions because I was just riding. It's a beautiful night. I was just riding rides. Tonight's going to be cold as hell, so I'm going to probably hit all the haunted houses. First time I've gone, I've never been to a haunted house before. Oh, my God. Okay. And you know that I'm kind of a little bit of a horror pussy. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because um, I went to see my sister a couple weeks ago, and she and I grew up in the same household, obviously. And she still retains that because, you know, I started watching horror stuff to get into The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And now, like, The Walking Dead barely moves my pulse. Like, sometimes if someone I yeah. care about is going to die, but it's the same kind of pulse pounding I get, like, if Jesse or Walt is in danger of Game of Thrones or mm -hmm. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, Sir Jesse. Uh, <laughs> of the house, house bitch. <laughs> um, when, when he gets put in danger. But I wonder if I'm actually going to be afraid of these things. My sister can't even watch Walking Dead. She says she'd have nightmares. You probably will. Uh, a really? haunted house is a very different kind of visceral experience because you're not separated from it by the screen. Mm. Uh, a haunted houses Plus still, they get, up in your still grill. get me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, a jump scare is a jump scare. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, even when we're playing, like we've been playing the Walking Dead video game. We're in the studio. You know, I got you and Cecily here. We're playing with the lights on. Every once in a while, a jump scare will get on and be like, Jesus, you know, because mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it, it, it taps into the monkey part of your brain. Yeah. Is that kind of like their stock and trade that they just jump yeah. out and scare you? From yeah, dark you're going to get jump scared over and over again. Does that, I feel like that will get like after the first five or 10 minutes, then that will go away, right? They plan for that. 
Really? They plan for that. That's the thing. In a, in a well-constructed haunted house. And they get like 20 of them. They hit you with some really cheap ones right up front. They're okay. like, they know you're walking into this, not really knowing what to expect. And so, boom, they'll hit you with one. Right. And you go, okay, I, they're not going to get me again with that one. Yeah. But what they will do is they're going to say, well, we came from this angle last time. And we... And you, we had you know this kind of monster. We had a person jump out. Now we're going to have like an animatronic come down from the ceiling or something. We know what you're expecting and we're going to use that against you. So th- the good haunted houses use that really effectively. Uh, uh, so like they'll set you and up. scary. They'll, they'll do a frontal scare and then they'll set you up for a frontal scare. And do, do they do things like they yeah. distract you with what you're expecting and then come from behind or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, there are like uh-huh. lights and, and all sorts of like decorations and stuff. And you're supposed to like, they'll put a corner somewhere where someone should be hiding. But instead, mm. there's a very less obvious corner mm. or less obvious obstruction here, and they'll come out from the other side and Interesting. a lot of stuff like that. But it, it's a good experience. I'm I'm not a big fan of haunted houses. Why? Because they do still get me on that visceral level. You don't like that? Whereas I, I like it for the first few minutes, but when you're 20 minutes into this walk but you, through a haunted house, yeah. then it's like, I'm done with this. I just want to get out of here. Yeah. Is it because you're tired of being on edge or you get bored? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I get, I get, yeah. So like I, I just, anxiety. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, sort of thing. But you're trapped. Yeah. Then the real horror begins. <laughs> <laughs> then they cut your legs off with a chainsaw. And now it's, I was a little disappointed because I've been, um, I went to Fright Fest uh, about two weeks when it first opened and they also threw out the park. So they, the, the thing with Fright Fest is they shut off all the lights. They just have minimal night lights just so you don't stumble. And then they, pump the fucking park full they hot box the world they hot box the whole park with this heavy fog yep so and my head's on a swivel because like you know i'm kind of tense and you're but i find no one scares me i don't know whether because i'm a big dude and i'm mean mugging every <laughs> motherfucker that's like thinking about it yeah and i got the beard but like people were not i did not get molested the entire night and like that's me, the thing about haunted houses unless you sign a waiver at the beginning they'll never touch you Oh, so no, I'm don't expect like, to get molested. I didn't expect to get them put the night there. I did not know that. Number one, yeah, I didn't expect them to come and put their hands on me, but I like okay. expected someone to try to jump at me because I was, you know, we got pizzas and we're sitting there like an international street, and it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You just watch like, oh, there's like a group of four <laughs> teenage girls, uh-huh. and I can see the dude hiding they're behind not. a tombstone. Yeah, it's going to be a shit show, and they do some really cool things. Like there's these guys that are dressed up in these like doctor bloody doctor rags and they have some kind of metal plates on their shoes and knees and they come running at you oh, yeah, yeah. and then they slide on their knees and sparks fly behind them. They're like, ah! and it without fail, like if they did that to me, I'd jump out my skin. Yeah. Um, Cause it's a spectacle uh-huh. and they, and, and they just, they just, the merciless the, with these girls, yeah. man, the, the weaker and more vulnerable you look, the more terror will be right upon you. Right. Yeah, that's how they. That's it's a very predatory environment. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I'm. Do you think that I? I feel like that they do touch people. There's no way none of those scares touch people. The last haunted house I was in, no one touched anyone. Hmm. Like they they would come out, they would get close it's to ve- you. It's they'd, Vegas strip club rules. They get within inches of your face, but they wouldn't. They would never touch you. All right. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sure that's for lawsuit reasons. Do you want to go? Nope. No All right. Desire. It's expensive uh, for one. 
uh next see I, that's the thing i got a season pass since i got the kids so it's free for me yeah um yeah. next week they the rift tracks guys are throwing on a screening anaconda. Of anaconda i'm there uh who has got uh what's angelina jolie's dad's name john voight john voight the the great john voight is that it i i don't he, even know he, if that's true yeah you have not seen it See, have what? you not seen anaconda no i've never oh seen my god <laughs> why oh it's so awesome why? i can't wait it's got is john voight in it yes john voight oh, and he's got that. this he's got this terrible cuban accent <laughs> okay and sure. oh my god it's gonna be so much fun um if you guys are into the riff track stuff at all this is kind of a public service announcement go to their website rifttracks.com um what they do is they they live broadcast it somewhere in the country but they they stream it out to theaters any theaters like the phantom theaters mm-hmm. um which isn't a theater chain it's it's uh they they resell concerts and operas and stuff it's part of that stuff but if you've got a theater that you know do phantom live events you can go there and it's like tickets like eight bucks it's not uh or it may maybe a little expensive but it doesn't break the bank and um they they take over the whole movie like for 30 minutes before the movie they have their own fake trailers they have their own fake movie facts they have their own fake songs um they usually do a digital short or two at the beginning to pad time and get warmed up and then yeah. they just do a live performance of the riff tracks and it's hilarious um yep. so, and it's all like broadcasted out of their memphis well sometimes hub, last right? i thought the last time they did it out of new orleans Oh, okay. no, 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 no. It was Minnesota. Maybe they travel around. And I think they do. But their, their headquarters is in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so so it's live telecasted from the location they're actually at. Sure. To these other theaters. Sure. Um, do you got anything cool going on? Um, no, I mean, we're, do you want to talk about any of our marathon ideas. Really fucking busy with bald move. Yeah, we went to Walker Stalker Con recently. And on the way back, we came up with a whole bunch of ideas for marathon content. We got talking about like. <laughs> there's a guy I hate on giant bomb he's got a world record and i want to crush it um and then that kind of brought us to what could bald move do in the marathon uh watching sure. segment uh sector yeah so we came up with some ideas uh that we think would be fun i although i think marathoning is an inherently boring thing mm. for people yeah because the idea of marathoning is you is you go for endurance yeah and endurance and performance are not complementary. So if we were to put on a show for 24 hours, I would be a corpse by the end of it. Mm. If we were to, if I was to sit on my couch and not mm-hmm. talk and not really move around much. You'd still be a corpse. Keep it real. I, I would be less of a corpse. I would be like, I, I would be a Romero zombie instead of a walking dead walker yeah yeah that's what i would look look, like you look a little fresher yeah definitely (laughs) so like i i don't know how this is going to work but our idea is to kind of ramp up from these small 24-hour marathons to potentially if we can handle it breaking the world record record, which which is is somewhere around 90 hours 90 hours of continuous watching a television (sighs) what are we doing I don't know. I don't think you what can do it. That's what's like. That's the funny thing is, I know I can't do it. But how awesome would that be? It would be. I. It would be awesome if I could dunk a basketball. 
with two hands. Yeah, or fly in space without a suit. Or, or, it would, yeah, or yeah. or live forever. But I can't do any of those things. Swim so. through molten lava. Not sure, sure, happen. it's not going to happen. I just know, like, I can do twenty four. I think I can do yeah. forty eight. Yeah. Uh, if I was allowed like a two hour nap per day, I might be able to get further than that. But the rules, as I understand them. Like you get two hours if you if you you get five hours a minute or five minutes an hour mm-hmm. that you can bank that you can spend eating or sleeping or going to the bathroom. Yeah. So you can't really realistically save all two hours per day because no, you got to go to the bathroom at least. Got to go to the bathroom. You got to stuff food in your face. Now I know you can do that. That's it. Sure. Televisions in the toilet. <laughs> We just broadcast. We broadcast from the bathrooms. I love it. We shoot from the waist up. That's a really good idea. Have a mute switch so we can, you know, people don't know if we're taking a shit or not. You're absolutely right, man. That is the way to go. You might have a little bit of a moment, but you just. But now imagine falling asleep on the toilet. (laughs) Or going out like Elvis. What a catastrophe that would be. Going out like Elvis. Um, What are some of our ideas? And, And you fall asleep. On the toilet, you fall over, you hit the camera so that it, it the, the final shot is just your ass, your face, and the toilet <laughs> for the next 32 hours while you found, sleep it off. And it, it, it turns into new found footage horror show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's a go. Let me pitch a couple ideas. Oh What's boy. your thoughts? Okay. Cageathon. Nicholas Cage. The, the selected hours. works of Nicholas Cage. So we counted them. Nicholas Cage has been in 70 movies. Yes. As as of the end of this year, he will have been in seventy movies, and that is the top billing movies. Uh, no, those are all of his movies. Okay, okay. But but we we had the idea to do a select viewing a of of Nicolas Cage's works for twenty four hours. Yeah, that's roughly twelve of his movies. What do you think? There's a lot of Nicolas Cage stuff I really love. So like you've and got a lot of it. It's really bad. You've got Leaving Las Vegas. You the got, Weatherman. You got The Weatherman, which is a fantastic movie. You got Matt Stickman. Mm-hmm. You got... Uh, Face Off, which I like from... A- Moonlighting, which is a little too little too much share, a little too much romantic bullshit for me. Season of the Witch. Season of the Bitch. Uh, you got Ghost Rider 1 and 2. <laughs> you got... Did you already say Wicker Man? Uh, did you say Knowing? No, I don't. Knowing, knowing is an actually a good movie. I agreed. Totally agreed. With Co- Nicolas Cage in it as um, the lead. Then you got that shitty one where he's a New Orleans cop. That was terrible. You got eight millimeter, eight snake eyes. You got snake eyes. You got the rock. Very good. You got con air. Good in its own way. It's good. So so (laughs) the thing is, is you got to mix these up. You do. It's like, it's like a, it's like a one, two punch combo. You got to do something good. You got to do something bad. You got to do something silly to kind of keep your energy level up. Yeah, and we were thinking about before we do this, like maybe the day before, before we go to sleep the night before or something. Massive amounts of cocaine. Do tons of cocaine, tons sure. of heroin, tons of meth. Now you got us, the heroin's a little, uh, the heroin, while it blocks you up, which helps you on the bathroom breaks. Yeah. It's a downer. It's it's going okay. to make you want to sleep. So speed. We'll, we'll get there some, you go. We'll get some cranks. Methamphetamines and coke. Have syringes of adrenaline next to us. There you ready, go. Ready to I'm pump to our hearts. I'm liking that. Uh, no, we were going to do a podcast trying to determine which order we should watch these things in, which movies we should watch for maximum endurance. See, this is where we need, this is what the the, the bald move forums are going to come in handy. Yeah, for sure. Because we set that up in the VIP Patreon uh, subable forums, and we're like, you guys help us game plan. Mm-hmm. We want we want to have the perfect cage-a-thon. So tell us which which order and why. Which, which movies, which order and why. 
All right. I think that'd be fun. Second concept. Keanu-thon. Hell yeah. I'm in. He's been in a Point lot. Break. I looked on IMDb last night because I was... Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, uh, the Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, uh, he's been in a lot of speed. Speed, yeah. Speed. Uh, a walk, you got to throw Walk in the Clouds in there just for, just right. for the, the uh, Scanner Darkly. That's a good movie. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 1 and 2. Of course. Brave, uh, uh, what is the Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey? Is that yes, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, he's been in so much stuff. He was he, in that shitty football comedy movie, uh, the the replacements. Oh, the replacements. Yeah. All right. um, he also was in. Have you seen Forty Seven Ronin or whatever it is? I haven't. That's, that's on Cinemax, right? Or maybe HBO right now. Okay. And I want to see it at the theater. And I was prepared to hate because everybody's talking about how bad it was. And I understand the outrage from the cultural appropriation angle. Yeah. Like you take this. Um, the, the white savior thing again like the last samurai well not just no. that but this is like i guess a really important story to the japanese culture oh i have seen this yeah 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 okay yeah and and you take the story of the 47 ronin and you just put a foreigner in the it's kind of like if we had yeah. Jesus, we had jesus christ or jesus of nazarene and the star was a hindu or something like we, yeah there, there would be shit said that movie this, i don't care but there would be shit there would be protest. There'd be people saying sure. this is bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was actually a fairly well done, executed movie. Yeah, yeah. E- except, you know, for the cultural inconsistencies. I, and also, I don't... That's the thing about Asian movies where everyone dies at the end. Like, that's the climax of the movie. You want the happy ending? Even the big, the big judge who's, who's passing a death sentence on all these 47 samurai... Yeah. ...is like, you guys actually acted honorably... And you solved the crime, and I was a fuckhead, and I did everything wrong. Now go ahead and kill yourselves. Sure. Well, that that and your only bonus is I'm going to take your son, and I'm going to pardon him so that you we don't deprive the country of your bloodline. Like that's a that, huge thing to them, though. I get it, but it's massive. It just, it's so silly. It's the honor of it. We, it's like we an American. Have, film. We have no honor here. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what honor is, but yeah. So did you count on third concept? The Lucasthon. Lucasthon. So, so you got you got all the Star Wars, good mm-hmm. and bad. You got all of the Raiders series because he's executive producer. You got Howard the Duck. You got THX. THX. American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Yeah. He hasn't. That's the thing. He's surprisingly non-prolific. Yeah. You can he did just, Star Wars and then stop doing it. You can just fill out a 24-hour marathon with Lucas's stuff. Yeah. We're probably not going to go into the stuff that he had a hand in, like The Godfather. Yeah, know. he did some editing. He, he and did a tiny bit of editing and talked with sure. Coppola and stuff like that. I think so. he did one more. Like, didn't he do a World War II, like the Red Tails? He did. Muskie Airmen. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that makes it on. And I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I'd be interested in it. Um, but that, that would be an interesting thing to do. Last idea that we had uh, oh really i don't even remember this oh you will once i say it groundhog's day groundhog's oh, day yes i remember so on groundhog day we would do a 24-hour marathon of groundhog day a movie that in itself repeats itself 30 times huh so <laughs> yeah no i mean <laughs> the the concept of that is maddening See, and here's the thing. I would I would insist on no laptops. Cell phones must be put out of reach on a box. Because you I want I want uh-huh. the focus. Yeah. 
I want to attentively watch this show for 24 hours. And I think you would get something like a sensory deprivation tank experience. Yeah, yeah. Like your brain would start firing random synapses to try to get away. Uh I I think it's kind of like going to an Indian sweat lodge. (laughs) I think it would be. The thing is, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it might wreck it for you. I have seen it 30, 40 times. It might wreck it for you. But not in a row. Yeah, it might wreck it. Okay. Um, do we have any other topics, or shall we get to the Q and A? Uh, we have some. We have some longer format marathon ideas, but we're gonna start with the twenty four hour ones. Yeah. And make sure we can do that with ease. And that's the other thing is like I don't have any interest of trying to do a marathon that I don't think I can do. Like I. Well, you never know if you can do it until you. What I'm saying is, if we can't get through the twenty four hour, exactly. or Like we can't get yeah. through two day, then I'm not going to go for a world record. This is dumb. Yeah. If you can't do 48, you're not going to do 90. Um, well, all right, let's Q&A. Q&A. A lot, of, got, a lot of questions lined up here. We got some questions. I don't know about a with, lot. With some pluses on them. A lot of people want answers to these questions, really? man. Okay. Well, um, you're going to start at the bottom. The least relevant question. <laughs> well, I'm just starting from the, I mean, we got enough. We get, right. We'll get to everybody and keep them sending them in because this is now the Q&A part. Yep. Uh, Freddie C said, what's the best place for you guys for me to listen to? Select that question, man. Sorry, let everybody see. We do it officially. Freddie C says, "What's the best place for you guys for me to listen? Just listen from the Bald Move website, the Stitcher for other podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. There, it makes no difference. Like we, it, it really doesn't. Like conceivably, if everyone listened to Stitcher, mm-hmm. we would be getting some affiliate action from that." But I don't want to yeah. encourage everyone to use Stitcher because I think it's an inferior version of our podcast. If you use Stitcher, yeah. great. That's the problem we've had. We allowed our stuff to be put on Stitcher, but we don't really like yeah. what Stitcher does to our stuff. And we so. do have a couple hundred fans that are hardcore Stitcher users. So it's more, it's not that we allowed Stitcher to use it. It's more like these fans wanted to hear us on Stitcher. Um, we actually have, yeah. I think some of our newer podcasts might not be on Stitcher. We, I got an email to that because that's the yeah. other fucking annoying thing is every single time you start a feed, like we finally got with iTunes where we can manage that ourselves. Stitcher, every single time you start a new feed, you got to submit it. You got to get approved. You got to do all this bullshit. Stitcher's process is way faster, though, than yeah. iTunes. Well, they probably don't have as many to go through. Yeah. So it does. It's like as far as supporting us, uh, best place to listen to it is on the Patreon $3 feed because then you get us $3. Yeah, well, and it's ad-free if you <laughs> care about that. It's ad-free if you care about that stuff, too. So, But thanks. I appreciate you you giving a shit about it. Um, so, so I guess to answer his question uh stitcher is probably the best place and we'll try and get the the other feeds that we don't have no, i don't want to say it's the best place for him he says he listens to his other podcast oh. on stitcher oh yeah but he listens to us on our website if you want to listen to best quality yeah if you go to itunes if you go to pod trapper if you go to pod, pocket cast if you go to our website you're going to get the exact same identical file because it's all served up from the same place yeah um See, see, uh, Cal Jr., I think is this, uh, says, I don't recall. Are you Select guys that question? I don't recall. Are you guys sound effect? I don't recall. Are you guys big video gamers at all? I know you play the Walking Dead game, but do you play anything else avidly? What system or PC? We're pretty big. Game. I mean, we, I used to be a huge yeah. gamer. I'm an Atari 2600 guy, I'm an original Nintendo guy. Uh, I got into computers very early. Um, my very first computer was a 46 SX20 hmm. that I got 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 uh, on online and figured out a way to flip that to a a, a 50 or maybe it's a 40. I know I, I you could you could overclock it. Nice. And I 
of late, I have been a PlayStation 3 guy only because that's what I, it, it, it let me play Blu-rays. When I got a divorce, I lost all my shit. I had an empty house with nothing. And I spent a whole year just paying down my debts and getting all that stuff. And for that, that next Christmas, I treated myself to a plasma screen TV and I wanted to do Blu-rays because I'm an audio video horror. And Xbox couldn't do them, and PlayStation 3 could. PlayStations at the time, I think, were $350. So I'm like, fucking, fuck yeah, I'll do that. But the Xbox can play with an add-on HD DVDs. You didn't want that? No, well, yeah. <laughs> by that time, that's the thing. Like, by the time the I got into over. it, the war was already over. Yeah. And if you, 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 you bought it for the games you wanted. I also, I particularly, I like Halo. I have a lot of fond memories of playing Halo with my brother. Um, but that's about the only Microsoft exclusive I can think of that I really liked. Where on the PlayStation side, The Last of Us is fucking rad. Um, uh, Infamous is rad. Uh, what's the Uncharted is really good. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. Like PlayStation doesn't really have a flagship first-person shooter. I mean, I don't think Killzone is as good as mm. either Halo or good, God of War. Or not, sorry, God of War. God of War. God of War, Another yeah. PlayStation exclusive that's fucking awesome. It's not as good as that or uh, Gears of War. Yeah, uh, they had, what, what was the one that started with an R, the first-person shooter? Resistance. Uh, Resistance was kind of going to be their flagship. And it, was, it was good, but yeah, it's not it, bad. it wasn't a Halo. Yeah, it's it never caught good. on like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't really like playing first-person shooters on consoles because you and I, I both it. were formerly elite. Like, I was very, very good at Doom. I won a couple Dwango competition, competitions back in the day. I happened to be neighbors with one of the top five guys on the planet in the Doom slash Quake era. Yeah. Um. And I just, the mouse and keyboard, man, you can't get over to mouse and keyboard. It's the best. Yeah. And playing on, I, I mean, I, it, I don't mind playing on a console, but it always just feels like I'm fucking around. Mm-hmm. So um, I would love to get a, a really badass gaming machine and get back on that because I got this vast steam. I, I honestly, I'm waiting kind of for Half-Life 3 to come out. Half-Life you 3 will comes be out, waiting I'm jumping back in. For ages. Yeah, you, I mean. You might be waiting for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything. I play a lot of Steam because my Microsoft Surface plays a lot of stuff. I'm playing a lot of FTL right now. I yeah. got really into Guacamelee, which if you it's Guacamelee is like Double Dragon times Metroid. Yeah, um, pretty much. And what are you what are you currently into? You're into Batman right now. Um, yeah, I went on a on Batman, Batman tear because I I had watched you play it a whole bunch and the combat system you know, is one of the most renowned combat systems in gaming uh, used still to this day for stuff like Shadows of Mordor and uh, still one of the best. So I went back and I played a bunch of them. Uh, I got through Asylum and City and I haven't moved on to Origins yet, but mm. I, I don't know if I will. I have it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm a PC gamer. I mean, I've got a PS3, but I play almost nothing on it. Uh, I played like the last game I played was Fight Night, and uh-huh. the last like new game that I played was Last of Us uh-huh. when it was brand new. Oh my ago. god! Should we tell the story about your character on Fight Night? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Oh no. come on! It's not. It's not offensive, is it? I don't know. I don't know. So I want to tell it. <laughs> All right. These are these are these are our patrons. Uh, if it's offensive, well, for, we didn't, these were our patrons. It is offensive, but the way we use it, I think, is turned it on its head. So Jim Tell got away. really good at Fight Night. 
and we started playing online and we're trying to think what is the most infuriating thing you can be beat by. Mm-hmm. So you made this ginormous albino guy with pink hair and pink drawers. Yep. Pink boxing green, gloves. Green hair. Green hair. Pink drawers. Pink, pink, dra- boxing, pink boxing gloves. gloves. And you can you, you can't pick your last name. It's it's automatic. You, you can just like select yeah. from a list. And he selected but, King. King. Yep. <laughs> His first name was Butt Rapist. Butt Rapist King. That's your nickname. Yeah. Your nickname was the Hammer. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And people raged, man. They were angry when, when I. Beat they them. got matched up with Butt Rapist King, and, <laughs> and he, he had was, a face like a bird or something. Oh it God, was, it was disgusting. Yeah, he, he fucked because you can customize your boxing. He fucked up his face as much as possible. Mm. I used to roll because when you were li- this is kind of an era when you were living with me. Yeah, we were yeah. living together. I used to roll on the floor laughing at the shit you got up to, man. Uh yeah. Um, yeah it, was, it was funny. We have another question. Let me get to this. It's, it's related. It is. Uh, uh, Freddie C saying uh, that he's holding out for a game night with Jim and Aaron. We're doing that. Like Aaron, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. No, no I'm. I, I'd love to do that. We're, yeah. That's kind of like once we get done with this Walking Dead series and the Month of the Dead, we're going to be doing a a, a, a weekly game night. The trouble is, we're on computers, and I don't know that most people are on computers. I think far more people are on consoles, which I'm we don't a, have the latest generation of. Me and my son and my girlfriend are going in for a PS4 this Christmas. Me and myself and I are not. We don't have the money for well, it. I'm just saying, like, you know, we got this Elgato that will capture the video. We could play PS4 games. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cross-platform stuff on on Steam that you that's still relevant. What would you guys yeah, yeah. what would you guys like to see us play? Because that's the other Gang thing beasts. is yeah, we love Gang Beasts. Yeah, uh, we awesome. might actually be playing some of that this weekend or this afternoon. I don't know. Yeah, or, to test out our stream stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you guys like to see us play? I'm kind of curious because I'm always shy. There's lots of games I'd be interested in playing. I would love to go back to some of these classic games uh, that I never got to beat as a kid, uh, like Star Control 2. Mm. One of the best games in my mind ever created, and I never beat it. I lost it. I never beat it. Yeah, that's, it's a, I, that's the thing. I, I spent... 40, 50, 60 hours in this game and got it into an unwinnable situation. And this was before the internet. So it's not like, oh, I'm stuck. I'm going to go to GameFAQs. No, fuck you. I had like reams of legal paper with like planets <laughs> written down and rainbow lo- world locations and where homeworlds were and stuff. And like, I'm just like, okay, fuck this. I would love to go back and beat that game. Yeah, it's a fun. bunch of games. We can kinda, do that as a marathon. Uh, Blaster Master from the NES, another one. I got almost to the end boss. And that was back in the day where I was renting games. I had to rent it for a week and I had to give it back. And then that was my allowance money for the month. So yeah. Um, Shit, we should have done Extra Life for Star Control 2. What? Extra, Extra Life? Life is like the gaming marathon oh, yeah. charity thing. That I mean, I, it's doing. not too late, is it? No, it's through the weekend. Oh, well, then, yes, it's too late. Okay. My weekend's pretty much full. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, let's, let's know which... Uh, 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 which you'd like to, which you'd like to see us play, because that's the thing. Like, I feel like now we've got to set up. I'm looking for the next big thing and get on in day one, because I feel like that's what it takes to be relevant. Yeah, uh, for people to actually be entertained. But I don't know if that's right. I mean, if you guys want to see us um, play something else, just send us an email to host at baldmove.com or any of the emails. Honestly, um, we're looking for feedback on that stuff. Another video game follow up. Uh, from Freddie C says, which fight night? I'd love to beat one of my favorite podcasters. <laughs> oh, you think you can, Freddie, huh? 
Uh, he just recently brushed, but uh, uh, blew the dust off. You might be able to give him a run for his money. Yeah, I I was playing fighting that round three because I don't have champion right now, but it'd be so cheap to go get champion. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling know. you what I want to get into in a big way when they release the next Last of Us. I love the Last of Us multiplayer, and I gave my gamer ID out, and I played with a lot of Bald Move fans, and it was hella fun. Cool. To roll around and just beat the shit out of other teams with uh, I had the Last of Us. Why can't we play it now? I just feel like it's not relevant. Like, sure. When's the last time DLC dropped for that? A million years ago? Well, they just came out with the new version of it. The new version? The, the, the new version. Oh, so if I got the PS, but you don't have a PS4. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're cross-play. They're probably not. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would almost buy the, the updated version just for that. Um, huh. so let's get off of the video game subject. Uh, oh no, no. Spears making me sleepy, man. Um, Sean Spears H said just the justified season six trailer just dropped online reactions. Do you want to watch it? No, no. Don't look it up. I'll put it on Can the big we... screen. Yeah, there we go. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can make. Wait, this can you play a YouTube video through? No, nope, but I'm going. I'm just, could. I'm just. Uh, Is there a way to do that? I don't know. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to point a camera at it. it. Says they won the casting game. They won the casting game. Uh-oh. They hired Sam Elliott. Yeah, I knew about that. Which is awesome. I knew about that. And something hail. Uh, no, this isn't the. No, we need the trailer trailer justified oh it's a minute long it looks like on youtube is there an official one this is a minute long i'm guessing this is the right one let me crank up my sound and let me do a little bit of this action Uh, why what do you mean i can't see it what you can't see that don't you have a screen right there that you can oh, watch it on? I, okay, then you point the camera at it. That's what I was getting at. Oh. Point the camera at it. Oh, great. <laughs> this is a fucking horrible idea. Yeah. Well, is that the now best they can see, get? Now they see the back of the studio. Yeah. You see how professional this shit is? Look at that. Woo! Look how terrible all of this looks. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's behind this. This is what they want. It's right. the behind-the-scenes actions they want. in here. <laughs> You get you you're making good? you're making me sick. All right, so you got you got to let me see if it's lined up pretty good. I don't know if this will work or not, but this is we're gonna watch and give you a live reaction. The worst. Raylan's dead. Hope not. How long is this video? One minute. Is he on a boat? Why is the camera so shaky? <laughs> Wait a second. This, this is, is a home feeling, video. This is feeling fan made. For sure. This is right, whoa, real. whoa, whoa. Bail- this is not real. Bailing. Bailing. Yeah, yeah you fucked up, man. Bailing. You fucked up. Bailing. All right. I'm bailing on this camera set. No, 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 no. No, we got it. We got Can't this. Can't we play a YouTube video through Google Hangouts? My God. I don't know that we can. You haven't looked. You haven't looked. Do you want me to figure out some technological problem on there? I just want you to look at the buttons. That's all I want. I'm almost certain that it's an option in the sidebar. All right. Yeah, YouTube. Boom. Let's play some YouTube stuff here. Let's log in as that. No, I'm going to log in as this. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if people can see this. 
I know they can, but how, what the fuck? Add videos to your playlist. Justified season six. <laughs> this camera back to promo. No. Is this it? Uh, I don't know. Why can't I? Okay. Why teaser? Can't... How about justified season six teaser? Is that the one? No, it's, it's this is all stuff. Teaser like, video I, made I, made it, it. I made it. Uh, this is bullshit. Forget it. No, yeah. we haven't seen the season six teaser. Uh, it's probably fan made. Yeah. Uh, he has a link to it. Oh, well, no, but that wasn't it. That, that wasn't it, it didn't take me to the actual teaser. Oh, well, never mind. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. Um, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull this out. Yep. Yep. This Our is, studio is This is gripping. Ready to go. This is gripping. That's why we need a fourth camera. Um, what the fuck? HTP... Real as Aaron struggles with the hypertext protocol. Uh, nope. Error page. No, it's not. Yeah, that's what it says. Error page. Okay. Well, dude. Fuck it. We will. Uh, oh, because it's got Sean Hillary at the end of it. Oh, <laughs> just struggle with the hypertext system. Okay. First teaser. I see a video. A place for a video. Exclusive look below. Is this this big white area that's about to render? Yep. Oh, it's not YouTube, though. Okay, so do a search for Justified Hat Trick on the YouTube. On the tubes? On the tubes. God, we are terrible at this. Oh, stop. Um, Justified Hat Trick. Didn't order assholes with my whiskey. I remember that one, but no. (laughs) All right. Okay, it's not on their YouTube app. Do you want me to play this full screen? Oh, my God, yep. All right. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Give one person what he wants. Oh, <laughs> now we're playing commercials, a 30-second commercial for these fuckers. <laughs> I'll block it for you. Don't worry. Let's talk over it. You don't have to see this commercial. <laughs> no one paid us for this commercial. That guy's got some serious lobes, though. Good God. Uh, no, he has small lobes, but giant ears. Yeah, but you're on AT&T, so <laughs> good luck with that. Oh, it's choppy as shit. Oh, boy. Rail's going to kill himself. I thought Raylan was holding up Raylan. Yeah. Just wanted his hat back. It's the showdown. It's the showdown we've all been waiting for. That we have. I'm excited. We have been waiting for that for quite a while. Um, all right. I think we've we've restored order to the universe. Yeah. Boom. Uh, I'm super excited. I've Did you, you haven't even to seen last season yet, have you? No. Uh, last season was not great. So I heard. That's it why was, I haven't seen it. Okay. But uh, we will be back in January, I believe, to, to, to cover it. Because yeah, that's something that I remember the first time we covered, they had like teaser images of Raylan and Boyd fighting back-to-back with shotguns and all that. And we're like, oh, man, it's going to be good. So I have no faith that they're actually going to deliver on any of that stuff. But we, we will Well, see. it's the last season. 
and we know these two guys have been uh, rivalry for a long time, so I think they will. Uh, all right, if that's not the one you actually want us to watch, you have to send us. That's that's the the one that I just got to though, right? Shane is the one that we watched. I'm guessing. Right. If I see a better link bubble up, we might watch it. Deleting all of those questions. Um, let's see here. What else we got? <laughs> Raylan's the only one I could take out. Raylan, I like that. Um, here's a good one. To each of you, to both of us, what are your top three favorite movies of all time? I know them. In some order, you give your first top. In this order, uh, let's let's go from three. Three, three to one. Oh, so shit. there's build up. Oh, I don't even know if I can do a top three. Like I have to okay. fit. I know. I know. Like I think I can do a top three. All right. Uh, the Matrix is my third. Oh wow. I that's definitely springs in a top ten. That's definitely there. But yeah. yeah. Um, the original Matrix. None of that sure. reloaded, re sure refried bullshit. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Uh, number two is Empire Strikes Back. Number one's a Godfather. I agree. I, I, I know a lot of people want to say Godfather Two is better. I, I haven't quite seen it. I did start to see the light when I recently watched rewatched Godfather Two. I feel like one more watch and I might be there. But as of now, the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather Two. The Godfather. Godfather One is just an amazing movie, and I've seen it fifty times at least at this point. And still to this day, if it comes on television, I. Like I, I remember we were supposed to go somewhere this summer. It's kind of one of those lazy days. We're supposed to go to cookout or something. And I was flipping through the channels, waiting for my girl to get ready. And the Godfather came on and I'm like, honey, you've got five minutes to get me out of here. or I'm done. I'm done for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Because as soon as Sonny gets shot up at this phone booth or this, this, this toll booth, it's, it's going to be on. Um, mm-hmm. So that's definitely up there. I was going to say empire as well. Of course, I know. Because it's just, it's still a hugely entertaining movie. None of the other Star Wars really holds up for me as an adult, but Empire fucking delivers. It just looks amazing. It's got great ideas. Um, I don't know what I'd do for the third, honestly. I Just to piss you off, I want to say Princess Bride. <laughs> um, Fine, make that one of your top three all-time movies. <laughs> just to piss me off. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd have to really think about because there's like, um, like Lawrence of Arabia's in there. Casablanca's in there. Um, yeah. Uh, Neither of those are in mine. Uh, Office Space is close for me. Groundhog Day is close. Uh, but for some reason, I don't take the comedies as serious as I take the dramas. Mm. Yeah. But I'd have to really think about it to get it, you know, to, to, to do it justice. Um, <laughs> Freddie C said he expected more blood stains and holes in a, in, in a wall in our studio. Um, we actually painted it. This is not a joke. Yeah, there was some scary shit. Like, was when, it T Bird or J Bird? I don't know, but it wasn't just that. There was like, honest to God, graffiti painted in this room. Uh huh. Um, and when we actually pay, painted the base coat, it started bleeding through the walls. You couldn't see it when yeah. it was just white primer. I'm not kidding when I say that Aaron started to think that this room was haunted by demons. Like well, I'm not even kidding. Like he I, at I one point might have joke, but, but I think at some point after like the third coat, you started <laughs> believing that. Not just third coat. We went back to primer. primer. We had to and prime then top it again. coat. What the fuck? Primer <laughs> top coat. We actually used every last bit of the paint. We got a whole other gallon, and we used yeah. every bit of that just on this wall, covering up the T bird. I have pictures of that. Can we throw up a picture? 
Uh, we can if you can. We can. Let me let me, me find it. I will, I will try to. Um, so that's fun. And what's hilarious is you, no one would have seen it because by the time we got all the shit on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It would have um, just been hidden. Let's see. Uh, Freddie C said uh, one and two are the definition of perfect movies. Godfather. Uh, uh, I think he's talking about that, but he could be talking about Empire too. Um, uh-huh. Freddie C talking about your boxing career says, <laughs> Is he going to bring it to an end? My character was an Irish Nigerian with coffee black skin and bright red hair. All right. Always a good look. Always a good sure. look. Um, Cal Jr. Sweet science. Three Cal- is best. Okay. So he likes Fight Night Round Three as well. I do too. That's when you still use the sticks, right? Yeah. When went the buttons, because I actually got into boxing, real mm-hmm. life boxing, in that, and I really thought that the, way the stick system worked felt like you were throwing punches and working combos when they went the buttons i'm like this is bullshit yeah it was good um let's see cal jr says where's your studio at it is located on the east side no the west yeah the east side of cincinnati mm-hmm. in uh, around the eastgate mall area if you're familiar with that shithole <laughs> um Freddie C said, new nicknames for you guys, Primer and Top Coat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Primer and I'm Top Coat. Uh, I got the... Shit, I can't get to my NAS right now. So, well, no picture of T-Bird, sorry. We'll, we'll, be, we'll do better next time. Um, didn't I, so, did I not take... Uh, we'll put, that, we'll put the picture of T-Bird into the Patreon-only Google Drive, right? Sure, why yeah. not? I mean, that works Put for some, me. Some studio pictures up there. Shane Bowman, which we got to meet in Atlanta last weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think I've got my weekends mixed up because I thought I said also was camping last weekend. That's a lie. I was at Walker Stalker Con. Um, what full coverage podcast we got coming down the pike? What is new after Boardwalk Empire? Breaking Bad? Yeah, we're doing... So Breaking Bad Season 2 is going to uh-huh. kick off in November. Uh, I know I'm for sure Shane will be that will be relevant to Shane. I know for sure that uh yeah, so get your get your recap companions ginned up, man. <laughs> um I know for sure we're doing justified in January. Hit select on that question, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um make sure everyone knows we're answering it. I, I definitely I want to do Hannibal. I don't know if you're on board because you haven't seen any of it yet. I, I think I am. I how many seasons in? Just is two. That? So I'd have to catch up two seasons. Yeah, and that's it's not like twenty four. It's not like full network twenty four episodes. Let me see. I think yeah, I want to say nothing is anymore. But maybe they're maybe maybe not. Hannibal TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can catch up for that because I've heard a lot of good things about it, and it's kind of right up my alley. So. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so you yeah, you, they're thirteen season episode seasons. You got twenty six to catch up on, and I need to watch a lot of season two. I, I I didn't see maybe but a, a couple episodes, so I could join you on that. Um, what else we got? Because I know we got when we're going to do True Detective season one, approximately three months before season two drops. If we know about it with that much advance, oh, we will, we will. Hope so. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is we should record them. And just have them ready, like you know, when 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 we think they're going to drop, because we want to go uh, first first out of the gate with uh, Hannibal or uh, True Detective. I don't know what else. The problem is, is we're already at peak capacity at the peak times of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have fit Homeland, but you know, we're kind of doing it as every other week thing on um, on the Bald Move TV. And I'm not super sure about that show. Like I like the no, first it might be a, it couple might be of a episodes, but now that 
it's completely switched up formulas. It's kind of like a new show. It might be a train wreck. Um, I would, the, it's interesting because me and Shane are going to do a segment on Bald Move TV next week for the Nick. Mm-hmm. The Nick, I was not too impressed with in the first half of the season, but I thought it actually really caught on towards the second half. Um, I don't know. Um, what's I guess what suggestions would you guys have for us? It, and that's the other thing is like, who knows what will come out next year? Like Fargo, this time last year, Fargo wasn't one of my radar. True Detective wasn't on my radar. Yeah. The Leftovers wasn't on my radar. And those became really solid shows for us. So, Yeah, it's mostly about what gaps we have because Game of Thrones, Walking Dead seasons are pretty full. Yeah. Um, but we don't. And, you know, now probably Leftovers season is going to be full and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. So, um Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us for yet another lunch. And uh, we will see you next week. We'll try to, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually, the day before, I'm going to try to get a little better. Maybe we can pick this out on Monday. We'll pick what day we're going to do it at on uh, and put it on the Bald Move calendar, which you can get to at calendar.baldmove.com. And uh, we're also trying to get better about um, the day we do it, schedule, you know, get this thing scheduled two hours so people get it and they can get to their computers. Hmm. Um, I, I'd like to get to the point where we can do that the day of, like, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, we send it out and let everybody know. And we're going to also, I think the next one, we might move it later in the afternoon to give the West Coast folks a chance to play. Um, uh, Cal Jr. says, y'all need a P.O. box. Well, let me select this. Oh, well, guess Interesting. what? Send your anthrax letters to us. Y'all need a P.O. box so we can send you anthrax letters and panties. Um, I mean, so we can send shit to you. We just we talked about that two days ago. Don't, because we're about to switch P.O. boxes, though. Um, we've got one, but it's like a 15, 20-minute drive. We got one. Uh, we just found a post office that's, because we're not, we're new to this area. And looking up. The closest post office box to you is kind of a shit show, at least on the post office, the USPS site, because they, you know, if you don't know the area, you're kind of, they give you these addresses and all that. And anyway, we're kind of idiots. We will get that. We'll get a new post office box set up. And then, yeah, we would love to have people send us stuff. We'll put it in the studio. It'll be a lot of fun. But thanks for asking that. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll see you sometime next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, and you're Jim. Peace out.